The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We've heard the saying the need is more urgent than ever, and we've heard that a lot this year. But for Alberta's women's shelters, it's especially true. We know that the number of domestic violence calls is up in the province, and that for many women and children living in violent situations, the pandemic has made the situation even more unbearable. Now, for 16 years now, Edmontonians and uh, those folks right across the capital region have stepped up to help those who have managed to escape. You have dropped off toys and unwrapped gifts, much-needed toiletries and, and gift cards at Global Edmonton in an effort to help make the holidays a bit brighter for women and children who are in shelters. This year, because of COVID, the campaign looks a little different. Um, they're asking Asking you for gift cards to be dropped off at Global Edmonton today, or you can go online to Global Edmonton slash Give Me Shelter and make a donation there. Sister Lucinda May Patterson is the former director of Lorena Shelter, one of the shelters that benefits from the campaign, and she knows firsthand the importance of Give Me Shelter. Sister Lucinda joins us now. My friend, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Jalen, for inviting me. Sister Lucinda, what's what's the past year? What what has this year been like at at the shelter? It's uh, been an extremely difficult year with COVID nineteen. Like we've never had to close, but trying to keep everyone safe has been challenging to say the least. But I can say families and single women have been able to find a safe place to stay for a while. It's just, unfortunately, some of the COVID-19 restrictions actually still help the women are sometimes feeling even more restricted at times. How so? Because, unfortunately, we used to really encourage people to be able to visit safe family, friends, and right now they really can't do that. And to try to keep them safe, um, we are doing a lot of taxing to specialized type of appointments and things like that. So it's hard to just sometimes being able to connect via phone only. So it's a pretty sad time for uh, women and children right now. Sister Lucinda, I know, um, unfortunately, um, the shelter is usually quite full, and I know COVID restrictions have, have limited um, the number of, of uh, women and children that you can, can have in, uh, in the building at, at one time. That must, that must weigh heavy on you. Yeah, it really does. I mean, um, we used to be able to have up to 32 women and children this point we're able to receive up to two single women and four families and we do try very hard to make sure if there's additional callers to get them to safe to a safe place but it is painful but that's part of the uh, trying to keep everyone safe in case we do have anyone test positive for COVID at shelter. 
Sister, um, we, we've we've heard that the 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 calls, the the domestic violence calls to police are up in Edmonton this year. I've also heard that um, you know in some places the number of admissions to shelters can be down because of a number of reasons. What what does that tell you? Does it tell you that that um, you know making that transition? And we know that that is often the most dangerous time is when a woman is trying to leave a violent situation to get to safety. What does that tell you about the decisions that maybe some women are, are having to make to, to possibly stay in a dangerous situation? Well, I think that's my major concern is that women are staying in dangerous situations because it sounds so dangerous to leave. And I don't know if perpetrators are actually telling them, oh, you know, you'll just, something will happen if you leave. I'm not sure if they're doing it, but I think just the, all of the different fears and most shelters are communal living. So that would be scary to even think about going into a site where you're having to rub elbows with different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sister Lucinda May Patterson joining me this afternoon. Now, Lorena is a is a first stage shelter. For my right. for my listeners who don't know what that means, Sister, can you can you tell us what that means? Well, that generally is women are leaving. It's they're right in the um, a serious domestic violence situation. So sometimes women are coming to us via police escort things like that but it's heavily there's a lot of security at a first day shelter so I, what i mean by that is the fencing is tall there's digital surveillance there's uh bullet resistant glass it's it's made to try to be a homicide prevention center so we're a hom- taking a, hom- some- a, a, a homicide uh, prevention center. Prevention Can you center. expand on that for me? Well, if a woman is able to come to shelter, there's a very good chance, as long as she's remaining at shelter, that she won't be killed. I mean, once a woman leaves our shelter, then we certainly don't have control of who might um, cause her harm. But I think domestic violence shelters throughout Alberta could all have earned that title that they have helped prevent women from being killed because they have found safe refuge. Sister Sister Lucinda, I mean, I think some people hearing what you just said, that that would be staggering to them, like saying, what, what, is, what is she talking about? Has... has has that happened? Has has, has have, have women escaped a, a violent situation, made it to shelter only to leave and 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 die and and be killed? Unfortunately, yes. Um, sorry, I. It's, yeah. it's but a, that's the, it's, that's the it's, truth. It's a director's nightmare. Is if we ever hear a report on the news that there is a homicide, the first thing a domestic violence shelter director thinks is, is it a domestic violence homicide? And unfortunately, over the years that I was the director, we did lose some individuals had been through our doors. And of course, that has to remain confidential. Of course. My dream has always been that 
one day we will no longer have any domestic homicides in Alberta, especially in Edmonton. Um, you know where I sit with that, Jalen. So. I know. Sister Lucinda Mae Patterson joining me this afternoon. Now, Sister, the, the Franciscan Sisters of the Atonement have, have run this shelter, I think, in Edmonton for what, 20, is it 27 years? 27 years, years right now, yes. 27 yeah. years. Um, and we we always talk about, you know, and you said that, you know, you we, we hope that we come to a day where we don't need shelters like this. Do you... Do you see us moving in in any way towards that direction, sister? Well, Jalen, I thought we were moving that way, but now with all the different um, events that have been occurring, especially with COVID-19 and what that has done for the economy, I really think we've kind of gone backwards a bit because um, there's so many difficulties for families at this point that... Sometimes I'm just, I think we're seeing and hearing about more violence because, I don't know, the economy is being blamed or COVID-19 is being blamed, but it's not bringing the best out for some people. We know that every year, Sister Lucinda, that, that women and children, thousands of women and children have to be turned away from from some of the shelters because there's just not enough room. And I mean, our, our conversation today has been a heavy one and it's and it's and it it brings tears to my eyes and I know the same for you but I also know from having spent time at the shelter with you that it is life-changing that there are also hundreds or thousands of of women and children that have gone through the doors at Lorena and their lives have changed for the better. Yes, and, and And you're seeing that. You see lives changed. Um, can you share with us, in, and I know, again, confidentiality is, is your priority, um, right. but can you, can you share a story of that? Uh, well, so- it's, inter- it's interesting, Jalen, but something I can share that's really quick is I was opening, there was an envelope addressed to me, so I opened it, and inside was a note and also a $50 cash bill, and the words were, I needed this type of help years ago, and you were there helping and it went on to say my sons are doing well and none of them are abusers i just opened the card yesterday and wow it's amazing so to have someone write that and be able to say that and actually personalize it was very humbling because there are so many people who help the women and children at the shelter you know and it's like it's a whole team effort to try to provide appropriate support, but that's the best type of card we could ever get. 
without a doubt. We know, as I mentioned off the top, that uh, the Give Me Shelter campaign um, at uh, through Global Edmonton has, this is the 17th year for it, and um, it, it really does put a smile on the faces of, of the women and the, and the kids who are in shelter over the holidays. Can you um, can you give us an idea of the importance of, of this campaign to um, to the shelter and to, to the people who are there? Right. The, the Global Campaign has done so many amazing things, especially like for all the shelters, but I can only speak on behalf of Lorena. But this year, with the whole thrust being for gift cards and that, there's something really special about being able to give women and children gift cards because then they pick out what they want. What and they- we have always said to them, this is coming from someone who cares very much about your safety and they want only the best for you. And they'll never see your face. But I've seen women and children cry when they receive some of these gifts. So I have the deepest gratitude for all of you are helping to make this possible. And I wish I could just say to all of the those who are stopping and dropping off or sending donations, please know you're making a difference. You are helping to change the lives of individuals who at one time had no hope, and now they're beginning to hope again. Sister Lucinda, um, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for your brutal honesty and thank you for the work that you, um, that the sisters and the entire team at Lorena Shelter does and has done over the past 27 years. You are making a difference. You and your team are making a difference and um, a very important difference in the city of Edmonton and we thank you for it. Thank you very much. Take care. Sister Lucinda May Patterson joining me this, as- this afternoon, the former director of Lorena Shelter. If you are so inclined, you can drop off gift cards at uh, Global Edmonton at 5325 Allard Way. And all you have to do is go show up and uh, there is a little post mailbox right there. They have it all set up uh, today. And uh, if, um, if you're able to, that would be amazing if you want to make a direct donation to a shelter. You can Google Global Edmonton slash Give Me Shelter, and the links are are right there as well. We'll take a break here, and I just want to share a story with you um, from a a day that I spent at Lorena Shelter a few years back, and we talk about the changes and how things, how places, safe places like Lorena Shelter make a difference.